Welcome back, bookish people. My name is Liz, and I'll be your host. This is my podcast where I talk about books, authorship, and all the different parts of the creative process. And today, we're deep diving into the world of getting and receiving reviews. So I have the wonderful M.H. Elrich, and she is a Christian fantasy author, reader, otaku, and teacher who wears too many hats. In her spare time, she watches TV with her husband, rides horses, and travels to places with lots of trees. Her work has been featured in two separate books, Finding God in Anime and Where Giants Fall. And her stories have won several awards at the Kern Country Fair. She is currently writing and publishing another one of her series, Daughters of Tamara. And for more information on her, don't forget to check out the episode show notes where you can find her website, her Goodreads, and Instagram. Now that you know a little bit about MH, let's jump right into the episode where we can learn more about her and the importance of reviews. Welcome, MH. I am so excited to have you on the show. I'm just really excited to talk to you today. I'm excited to be here. So I love to welcome folks by asking them what I call a bookish question. And I had a completely different question until I reread your bio and you have this wonderful book called Finding God in Anime. And so my question for you would be, if you had to recommend an anime or a manga for somebody, what would be your recommendation? Oh, that's a hard one because there are many, many good ones. But if Mm -hmm. you're just starting out, I always say to the people who are just starting out in anime and want to try it for the first time to watch a movie like Howl's Moving Castle um, because, yeah, anything Studio Ghibli is really very sweet, has a great story and beautiful art. But if you, you know, if you're more into romance, um, probably something like Fruits Basket or Kamisama Kids would be a good recommendation. But if you're more into action, you might like Demon Slayer or Full Metal Alchemist. So it really depends on your interests and what you enjoy doing. But I always say to any newbie or beginner, start with the Studio Ghibli movies just because they are so good and they have such a precious message. So that's where I usually recommend people start. Oh my gosh, like so many great recommendations. Um, I will not pick your your brain more about that because we are here to talk about reviews in your author journey. Um, And so please, 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 please share with us, how did you become an author? How did you, how did this journey start for you? You know, I am also a teacher and my second grade teacher inspired me to write way back when by just asking us to create little stories, you know, with paperback uh, that you steeple together with construction paper. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> if you were, if you're a teacher out there going, man, can I inspire these students to ever become more than, you know, just ordinary people? Um, let this be an encouragement to you because that second grade little story with construction (laughs) paper started the journey that I would know to become a writing journey and becoming an author. I always knew I wanted to finish and publish um, a book and I decided to go with the path of self-publishing. I know that's not for everyone, but just after doing some research, I realized I really wanted to have 
control of my art and my work and just everything involved in it. So I went down that path and um, a friend really encouraged me to finish my first draft of my story Mm -hmm. when I was an adult. And that was the hardest hurdle to overcome. And I'm sure you understand that is finishing a book is the hardest hurdle. And then... So yeah, it editing and cover design and all those things don't take a, as much time, I feel like, as finishing the first one. Then editing takes the next chunk, but publishing and everything else was actually pretty smooth sailing. So since then, I have come out with two books, one novella, one collection of short stories. I'm a part of an anthology, and like you said, I'm part of the Finding God in Anime, Volume 2. So I feel like from that point in 2019, 2018, when I first published, God yeah. has really just blessed me and really grown it love from it. the ground up. I, I love that. I love that. And I love that you mentioned self-publishing. Um, early in the season, we talked a, a lot about uh, like traditional publishing. And so it's nice to kind of see on the other side because it is a lot of work. And so it's nice to see um, you still smiling after <laughs> that journey. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's a long journey, but I feel like if I didn't have the support of the author community online and my best friend who is also a writer, I wouldn't be where I am today. You know, that community really helped me get yeah. to yeah. publishing and writing and doing all of my own work and things with my book. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I want to talk a little bit about your services because you also provide services on your website. Is that correct? Yeah. So I tend to help people either launch their books, usually people who have already built a platform. So they already have some followers or a street team. So I coordinate with their street team to help launch their book. And then I also um, enjoy editing blurbs and short stories and things that are relatively short, um, mm -hmm. just because I can, as an English teacher, obviously have that eye for grammar and spelling mistakes. But I also love to look at something and suggest ways to make it better and improve. I've helped many authors with their short stories um, and even just young writers, any stage of writing. Um, I, as an English teacher as well, I've helped people with their um, essays. So I do that. And then finally, I've helped um, people with their newsletters. So usually mm. what I would do is either help them write a newsletter, help them start a newsletter, help anything involved with email newsletters. So I tend to offer those services for any authors or writers in need of those sort of things so that uh, they can get to writing and publishing their own books. You know, you want them to focus more on that rather than all the extraneous things. Absolutely. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned um, newsletters because we really haven't had a, t a lot of time um, on the podcast to talk about that the importance of a newsletter. But uh, as someone who self-publishes, can you share why it's important to, to have a newsletter and, you know, uh, that process? Honestly, newsletters are how I have sold a lot of my digital books. 
So paperbacks, I can usually sell in person at fairs, at bookstores, at things like that. But my digital books, I have tended to sell via newsletter swaps is what they're called. So I joined Story Origin, and we'll talk about that later because they also have a book review option. But I joined that service, and from that point on, I could find authors who were in my genre to swap exchanges with. So we exchange mentions of each other's books, and we share with our audiences so that we can work together to spread the word about each other's books. And I've also grown my email list using a service like that by offering what's called a reader magnet, which is basically a free ebook that people can get from joining your email list. And I have one as well. So if anyone wanted to join my email list, they can um, using that free ebook. But that's how I usually built up my email list was using a service like Story Origin to build it and then being able to sell then my books to those readers. And from that, I have built a great community um, that is not owned by a social media company or run by anybody who could possibly ban me one day just because. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I do help and support authors who are great at social media and I am on social media, but I do feel like it's very necessary as an author to have a newsletter because I have found that it is very effective for me to sell books and it's very effective for me to gain readership that I wouldn't have otherwise. Mm, Absolutely. And you know, uh, listeners, full disclosure, I used to be like anti-newsletter, like, I don't want to do it. However, (laughs) if Facebook, TikTok, whoever goes down, you have your readers. Um, And it's nice because sometimes they'll email you and be like, oh, I I like that post or when is your book coming out? And that really helps to fuel the process and keep you going. So if you're a listener and you're on someone's uh, email list, send them like a word of encouragement. That's always really nice. Yeah, absolutely. And You know, you don't have to make your newsletter boring. In fact, most people who say when you create a newsletter, you want to be interesting and make it so that your readers want to open your newsletter. So I do talk about what I'm doing and what I'm writing and other books, but I also tend to go with themes. So like this theme this month was Shakespeare and talking about um, like what Shakespeare plays have you read And just something that creates a fun conversation with my readers. And many have told me that they look forward to opening my newsletters because it's interesting and it's fun. Yeah. And so I, I feel like that's very important for authors to know is you can personalize it so it's not just, oh, this is what I'm writing right now. This is what other people have written, but instead making it interesting and thematic. I I love that. I love that. And um, just switching gears a little bit, have newsletters helped you with the the review process and getting reviews? And well, before that, can you tell us what, why are reviews important? Uh, So reviews are important because they're, they're what's called social proof. So basically proof to other people that your books are good, that they are worth reading and um, taking a risk on. And they show others and that, oh, it's not just your mom and dad who have read it and recommended it. (laughs) 
but it's also other people who enjoy reading books. So they're good for social proof. And then I would say that story origin has helped me find reviewers. Mm. They have a review function. Um, you can list your books there to their directory. And from that point on, people can apply to review your book. And then they will also remind people to review the book. I believe BookFunnel also has that option. But, you know, it's something to that takes that work out of the author's hands and helps right. it have an automated process. So I have gained a few newsletter subscribers that are really? now avid fans. Yes, avid fans of my work. And every time I come out with something or say, hey, can I look for reviewers? They are the first to volunteer. So this is something small, you know, I'm only starting out small, but from that point I have gotten reviews in my newsletter, but I wouldn't say that's the only way I get reviews. Mm. Can you share kind of like, if someone's like, okay, um, like when is the best time to ask for reviews? Is it when the work has been out a while before it comes out? Like what should their strategy be? I if you have not already published your book and are getting ready to publish, that is the best time to ask for people to read and review your book and what's called an advanced reader copy for commonly called an ARC. Okay. And that is the best time to ask for a review. It's also the best time to ask for endorsements from other authors for your work. However, I don't want people to despair if you've already published a book and you don't have any reviews yet. Because honestly, when I was first starting out, especially with my first book, I didn't realize, oh, you should get people ahead of time and you should get them to read it ahead of time and review your book. I had no idea until after I was already published. And since then, I have literally fought and scraped for every single review I have. Um, I have not reached that coveted 100 number that I think every author wants to reach. I'll be honest about that. But the reviews I do have are ones that I have personally recruited almost every single person that has reviewed that on Amazon or on Goodreads. Um, Goodreads, though, is a bit different because I have more there because people can just rate a book and not just mm -hmm. leave a review. And I think Amazon is also bringing in that system where they can just leave a rating and not a review. There's pros and cons to that. Um, oh, obviously, you someone, a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Someone, if someone leaves a rating of you know two stars and then doesn't leave a review, it can be difficult for you as an author to know why did they rate it that low. And sometimes I've often wondered, are those people even real because they yeah. won't have a profile mm, picture? You know, it's mm -hmm. like, is this just a bot who decided I don't like your book, so I'm just going to rate it two stars? I, I don't know. Um, but on the other hand, for many, I would say normal people who can't think of what to write for a review or just are busy, um, a rating system is good because then they can just go, okay, I rate it five stars and it will lift your overall rating score. So when you look at any book on Amazon or on Goodreads, you can see kind of what the rating score is. And it usually will say, you know, four out of five or 3.5 out of five stars. And that will give you a better, 
rating in the terms of a reader that's trying to find you. So ratings are good, but they also have, you know, the downside of, well, if someone gives you a two star rating and doesn't write a review, you have no idea why. So there's Mm -hmm. good things about it and negative things, but um, I like it. I like Goodreads and using Goodreads for that purpose of reading and reviewing books. And then I, I enjoy um, trying to get help get people to read my book so that I can get that feedback. Cause as an author, we all want to know, Hey, did this resonate with you? We tried our best, but did it finally work? You know, I think that's why we like reviews. It tells us, okay, yes, you did like it, you know, and it can be as simple Mm -hmm. as that. Absolutely. Um, Cause I was going to pick your brain and see like, have reviews helped as far as like motivation and encouragement, like, you know, the, the emotional aspect, you know, does that kind of help you be motivated to continue to, to the next project? Oh, absolutely. Um, because you know that that one person or two people, even if it's something small, you know, those people are looking forward to your next book. Those people want to read what you've written and they enjoy it. It validates your writing. And it is encouraging to an author. That's why, you know, I encourage even ordinary people, hey, even if you just put, I love it as your review, that is something that means the world to the author, that you even took the time to say, I love this book on social media or on Amazon or on Goodreads, because it's encouraging when writing is hard. It's a long game and it's a lot of perseverance. And if Mm -hmm. you don't have those things to encourage you, it can be hard to keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so many words of wisdom. Um, MH, please share with us, like if if, uh, someone is listening and they're just like, wow, I'm like really encouraged by your work and, you know, they want to read more. Where should they start? What is the first book of yours that they should pick up? I would recommend starting with Atanya's Worth. It's the first book in my series, um, and it will give you the background and the world of my all the rest of my stories that are set in it. So I would recommend starting there. Awesome. And where can folks pick that up and leave a review? <laughs> <laughs> you can pick it up on Amazon. Um, and I have also physical copies that I can sell to you. So if you email me, I can always send you a signed copy. Um, that one is a lot more personal and easier for me to send out to you and um, just give you that kind of personalization. I love it. I love it. And um, if y'all missed any of that, if you check out the episode show notes, you can find all of the ways to connect with MH. Um, one other question is, you know, what would you say to someone who they don't have reviews or they have a bad review, right? How can they stay encouraged and motivated on this, on this journey? You know, um, I would recommend first in order to get reviews, you really need to build relationships with readers and authors, which means that you need to be reading and reviewing other people's books that are in your Mm -hmm. genre first. So you shouldn't just be asking for reviews. You should be a reviewer yourself. And I see many authors who don't do that extra step, who don't go and review and read other people's books, and they struggle to get reviews and wonder why. 
Um, mm. So don't, don't be afraid to do that. And don't be afraid to ask people for reviews directly. Um, that's oftentimes the best way to get a review. Um, as for addressing negative reviews, I always say, take it with a grain of salt. If they have something that you can legitimately read and go, okay, that was true, then you can take that and make corrections or fix whatever it is. But if you look at it and think of this is ridiculous, then you should ignore it because there's always going to be, you know, some sort of hater out there who won't like your style or won't like what you are having to say. Don't let that get you down. If you have the majority of your reviewers saying, we like this book, it's a great book. And then you shouldn't worry about it because obviously your book is appealing to some people and just that one random person didn't like it. Okay. Your book isn't everyone's cup of tea and that's okay. Mm, I like that. Good place to end, right? Like it's okay. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's just nice to hear that. <laughs> yeah. MH, it has been wonderful to have you. Um, you've given us so many practical steps on how to obtain reviews. Um, you know, you have various works that we can 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 get to know you from, whether it is the physical, the ebook, the velas, and, and listeners, please check out all of that. And again, leave a review. <laughs> um, MH, any last words that you want to leave us with um, before I ask my last question? Sure. Uh, I would say just don't give up. You know, you have to persevere. This is a long game. And if your dream is to be an author and to have other people read your books, keep going. You will succeed. It just takes a while and it's slow, but steady wins the race. It's really true. Absolutely. Great words to end on. Um, MH, my last question is, I, I like to leave folks with a... Um, a word or a phrase of inspiration that we can use when we are doing our writing prompts, when we are creating, whether that's cooking music or however we, we process our inspiration. So if you had to leave us with a word or phrase, what would you leave us with? Keep writing. Okay. Finish, okay. you know, finish the race. My, my friend told me the very first time, I ever tried to finish a book. She just said, finish. Don't worry mm -hmm. about editing. Keep writing. Don't give up. Those would be the phrases I would tell someone. I love it. So listeners, stay tuned to the end of this episode to see what I do with the prompt. Keep writing. Finish the race. Um, thank you so much, MH, and have a great rest of your day. You too. It's like a dance, a tempo of rapidly progressing keys, accelerating and falling with each crescendo of perfectly orchestrated notes. Each percussion is a character. Each clang of the cymbals is a sensory detail filling the space. The melodic strings of the harp are carefully curated plot lines. Keep writing though the notes aren't lining up Pushing past the missteps in the text, keep writing, getting stuck in the repetitive loop, some things missing from the orchestra, but I won't know what it is unless I keep writing. Keep pushing until one harmony sinks with the next, falling in line, pushing until we get to the finish line. Keep writing, keep finding the music in the words, 
keep searching for the melody amongst the characters, pushing and pulling, each one fighting for their solo, each one orchestrated by the author, stirring and directing the course of the story.